The experts that best communicate their culture and their vision to their potential clients are those entrepreneurs that we remember. I'm Shelby Jo Long with the Expertise Podcast, and here we explore the stories of those entrepreneurs to inspire you to think about how you can monetize your expertise. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Shelby Jo Long. I'm Senior Vice President of the Strategic Advisor Board and CEO of Business Dynamics. And I love to bring on guests to my podcast that have created a business out of their expertise to inspire you to think about transforming your expertise in a different way so you can create a business out of it. Today, I am joined by Marianne Gobastero. Okay. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Marianne, so you can say your last name correctly and tell us about your business. I'm excited for this interview. Oh, thanks, Shelby Joe. I'm excited for the interview, too. I have a French name that very few people, even in Canada, can pronounce, so it's pronounced Bay, <laughs> but it looks... So we used to say uh, Francisco Bay or Montego Bay, so it's Gobay. Um, but I'm not Marianne Gobay. Gobay, that's it. I should have asked you that before we started the interview. Okay, no worries. I'm used to that. Um, and I, I own a company called Illumify. Uh -huh. Yeah, can you tell us about Illumify and tell us sure. about your business? Sure. So I have I've had my own businesses for 25 years, and I am, I guess, the consummate communications professional. So I've been a journalist, I've been a PR executive, I've run corporate communications. And then when I started my own business, I did what's called crisis communication. And while I was doing that, that would involve getting people and organizations out of the media fray with their reputations and operations intact or preventing them from having to engage in the first place. But what it taught me most of all is how important, how critically important it is for leaders in an organization to say the right thing at the right time to the right people. Absolutely. So while I was doing that, I started researching to see what it is that goes into how a leader speaks. And I researched for several years, I interviewed subject matter experts, I read everything I could. And ultimately, I created a diagnostic comprised of 150 different elements. And when I had tested it against great leaders, historical and current, I brought it to market under a new company and that company was leading communicators. And that was 2007. So for 10 years, I was doing that work primarily with executive leaders in corporate life and people who owned their own businesses and politicians. And I would use the diagnostic to assess how effectively they spoke as a leader because there's a distinct way in which leadership is expressed. And that body of knowledge that I'd kind of unintentionally created um, was underpinning it. And I would give them their results and it's quantitative so they'd see what they're really great at and what they're potentially great at. And it would identify anything that was impeding their ability to speak. So others would listen, understand, and most important of all, respond in the way that supported and furthered advanced the leader's initiatives or issues or ideas. So I was doing that very happily. Um, pretty quickly, leaders started to say to me, well, can you teach me this? 
So where I naively thought, oh, we'll assess them. I give them a 20 page report and identify their key and all kinds of things. To this day, leaders keep that beside them on their desks. And I had an executive leader just recently say it's at her bedside table. So there's a lot of information in it. And I na naively thought I would you know, present the results and I would leave, go on to another client. But they started to say to me, can you teach me this? So the, the offer in leading communicators, as it was called, evolved from assessment to coaching and then strategic counsel on their upcoming opportunities. And I was very happily doing that for 10 years, worked with some exceptional leaders. They got extraordinary results, revenues dramatically increased, all kinds of great things. And then one day, this is the story of my new brand, one day, in a moment of quiet reflection, this word emerged in my consciousness. And, you know, I've thought since, you think of, I don't know, composers, musical composers or writers, and yeah. often they'll say, it didn't come from me, the song wrote itself, something like that. So this word emerged. And as soon as I heard it in my head, it was familiar, but I didn't know what it meant. And the word was illumify. I instantly though knew that it encapsulated everything a leader needed to do. So I went about my day and over the course of the next few days, Illumify emerged in parts. So it turns out Illumify is, I guess you would say a made up word it, you know, I looked as soon as I heard it, I looked in the dictionary and it wasn't there. I thought, well, that's strange. Illumify should be there. And it's spelled I-L-L-U-M-I-F-Y, Illumify. So, okay, so it's familiar, but it's not there. So over the next few days, first emerged that it means to illuminate what matters. And that's important to leaders because often they assume that they know what exactly what that initiative or that idea is. Maybe they've been working on it for a long time even, but to actually see it from different vantage points to really delve into to it, to be crystal clear on what it is, is what it means to illuminate. So if you look at particularly leadership communication, if leaders or their com communications teams do that when a leader's speaking about something. If they do that well, that's pretty remarkable and sadly, in my experience, pretty rare. But if they stop there, they're just declaring, this matters to me as a leader and this matters to my organization. So the reality is, if it's something that you cannot do by yourself, if it's going to take a group, a team, a collective of some sort to complete, then it can't just matter to you. It has to matter to those people as well. And long ago when I was doing my research, I remember a, a McKinsey data point, which was that something like 87% of strategies fail upon execution. And that really stuck in my head, Shelby Joe, because I thought, well, why is that? Why are these brilliant and often very expensive strategies failing? And so my sense was, it was one of two or two combined things. One could be that the people responsible for executing that strategy, implementing it, didn't get the value of it. They didn't know why it mattered. And the other piece is they didn't know what they were to do about it to help realize it. 
So the second piece of Illumify after Illuminate is Amplify. And Amplify, it's many, many things, but that's where when you complete Amplify, when you fully amplify something, it means that those who are listening to you know why it matters because you've made it matter to them too. And that's not fact-dominated communication. It's making, it's engaging them in their hearts and minds so that they really feel what it is. And there are a whole bunch of ways to do that. And that's good too. And, you know, for years I saw successful leaders do that. But again, if you need a collective to act on it, they can't just listen to you and then leave it to their own interpretation as to what they're to do or think and what and by when. So the third piece of Illumify is to unify them. And that's where leaders need to make requests and offers and ideally explicit enough as a do this by then. And whether they have positional authority or not over the individuals, they can do it. So Illumify is illuminate, amplify, and unify. It's kind of a hybrid of those three things. And when it came to me, I, without further reflection, changed my brand. Yeah. Sounds like a combination of all, you've taken all of your experiences and put it into a program that just helps amplify what it is you do. The kind of SWOT analysis the more very specific SWOT analysis of the leaders in the beginning to identify their strengths and weaknesses and then how to become a much better speaker. I, I love hearing you talk about that because it just, it just, it, it puts it in a different realm and a context where it makes, makes such a difference. So thank you. Well, if you think about all the great initiatives out there, so this is about, this is only for leaders and leaders are not managing the status quo there if you if you want something to remain as it is you're managing and that's important because the processes and things that work sure keep them in place but when someone an individual or an organization sees what could be should be or must be that is not yet then they need to transform it so what this does and you know we have the data to prove it client upon client is it transforms, it turns them into transformational leaders, really, and it transforms what is now into what should or must be, and therefore it ignites meaningful change. So we speak about it bringing leadership to new heights, and the height of leadership, to me, are those individuals and organizations that ignite meaningful change. Absolutely, and I think it's, I work. I also work with CEOs and leaders and organizations, but it's many CEOs and many leaders are there and they're not maybe prepared for that type of influence. And so having this type of type of access to be able to understand who they are and how they can be better influencers and how they can really transform the organization can really it is uh, there's such a space for that in particularly in today's day and age when everybody's used to digital communication and they're losing out that losing out on the human interaction in a lot of their business transactions well and that's the thing we are human beings so what people want and you know i've validated this through additional research everyone in an organization wants to feel significant 
So they want to know that what they're doing in that organization matters. So when the top leaders or the leader of their team declare that this matters and then convey what, how, what they can do to, to realize it also matters, it's a very inclusive kind of culture. And as a result, leaders, yes, influence, absolutely. The impact that they achieve is quite dramatically different. Um, often our clients, wherever they are, you know, even presidents and CEOs in the organization, inevitably, because they're heard differently and perceived differently, get phenomenal opportunities almost immediately so it's, it's sure. very gratifying. I'm, I'm, I'm very privileged to do this work. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I, lo I love hearing about the research. It, this connects so much. I, I, I teach communication studies. And I have taught it for 16 yeah, years at college level. And so, so many of these themes resonate. Um, I always talk about Aristotle and ethos, pathos, and logos, and being able to connect with your audience. But this kind of takes it, takes it definitely to a different level and on an influencer type of level and a leader level, I think that's really, really yeah. impressive. So thank you. Yeah, no, you know, I did study a lot too, and I have the accreditation, et cetera. But I really feel, and I do train. I, so what typically happens is when I work with a senior leader, a C suite executive, they want, they see the difference and they get the difference in impact. So they inevitably ask me to teach their senior communications and their strategy people this work. So I really think it should be, I didn't want to keep this information to my own clients and myself. Sure. My aim is to get it out more broadly because it should be part of every MBA program and, um, you know, beyond business as well. But my focus is on enterprise Absolutely. So it sounds like your engagement with your clients is pretty lengthy. It's not just a one, one shot thing. There's multiple pieces to the engagement that you have. Yeah, well, I have different pieces of the offer. So the sure. executive program um, is a combination of five different aspects, the diagnostic, the coaching, the learning, the counsel. And, um, and I've taken the method, the Illumify method, and distilled it into 55 different questions. So that, for example, some are related to Illuminate. And Illuminate, I spent mm, probably 20 hours with a client, an SVP client, this past fall, who had already launched the vision for her area in this global company already been launched, but wasn't doing very well. So I spent 20 hours with her really working on her vision, being able to articulate the vision. And so I have these questions that go along with it. So sometimes clients come to us, I have a team right now, a leadership team, and, and I'm facilitating their answering of the questions. And that's been fun because they now have greater clarity on what the initiative is. But they said to me the other day, in this era of everybody feeling so disengaged because of the pandemic and not being together for two years, they told me that their team is more cohesive than it's ever been. And That's so right. when people connect with each other, meaningfully connect by having meaningful communication, whether in a team or from one to many, you know, it is about connection. And I think people are starving for it. Oh, I think so too. I think so too. We're ready to get out and interact and be with other people and to have these kinds of conversations. And 
yep. just be inspired for we sure. We are. We are. I so, feel that too. And because I'm so determined to get this outside of the C-suite, I don't want this to be the privilege of, you know, however many. So sure. I'm just about to launch a version that will be accessible to VP, director, and managerial level of organizations. And, and that's great. So they don't get me privately, but they get... Um, they get conversations right. with me weekly and they get the learning in a platform, et cetera. So, yeah, it, it, you know, it depends on when you say length of time, I'm giving them a number of options because the reality right. is everybody's pretty overloaded loaded these days. So they yeah. have to have something accessible to them. Well, it sounds like your expertise is accessible to many. Where can people find your information and connect with you if they're curious more about? Oh, women? well, they can connect. I, I would love to chat. And, and I, I love speaking to people who are out to ignite change, whatever that change may be, meaningful change to them. Um, so I actually, because I've just now um, built a new offer for non-executive leaders, uh, my new website should be up in a few days. The current one doesn't okay. reflect all of that. But my website is illumifyinc.com, I-L-L-U-M-I-F-Y, inc.com. And they can reach me at hello at illumifyinc.com. And I'd love right. to have a conversation. That's and I'll make sure all of your contact information is in the podcast channel so we can all reach you if we if we have, where, yeah if we if we seek your services i'm so curious about all that what one final question for me um is there a certain industry that you work in i know you work with c-suite executives is there a certain yeah. industry or is all it industries. agnostic all industries a lot of financial industry people because uh, you know i work with global companies um but sure. i've crossed every industry and that's another part of what makes it so interesting for me so this is universal it applies to anyone who um sees what is and it's not sufficient and they want to do something to make it better but they cannot do it alone so they need to lead communication habits are transcendent beyond any industry <laughs> there yeah there there is a consistency in that and there are it's all audience and your leaders and your influence it's all connected together so it is yeah, that's just something you know we are all virtual today i've worked virtually with companies all over the world for years but we are virtual yeah. today so yeah. That's great. And remind remind the audience of where you're located. Where location not, doesn't really matter. But. No, it doesn't. But I'm I'm Canadian. We're based in Toronto, Canada. Yeah, that's great. Well, it won't matter because you can do it digitally or probably go there too. So yeah. 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 Any anything else you'd like to tell the audience about? I, I always focus on brand and how important that is for not only you as your own business, but then how important that is to your business culture and how your communication infiltrates not only with your employees, but also with your customers. Any other tidbits of information you can offer the audience? Some tips about their communication that can help elevate their influence and in leadership? Yeah, I, well, so that's such an important question. You know, I'm not a brand expert myself, but I have been blessed to have phenomenal brand people that work with me. So um, 
for example, I remember, I, uh, oh, quite a while ago, 2013, I did a big marketing campaign and I hired a brilliant team and they looked at the offer and that was pre-Illumify, although the offer, you know, the basics of it are the same. Um, and they looked at it and said, oh, okay, so the lead, they gave me a, a campaign based on the leader of an organization, who are those I work with, is like the leader of an orchestra. And so they wrote this beautiful piece about, uh, you know, when you think of an orchestra, sometimes the string section needs to be heard most or best, um, or sometimes it's the brass and it's the orchestra leader's job to bring that, the harmony together. And so I commissioned actually probably close to where you are. I found someone in the US, Midwest US who custom made orchestra leader batons. And I had them build a number of them in beautiful cases and I engraved them with the name of CEOs and delivered them to CEOs with the wording. And that really set the brand because yeah. it, um, first of all, I, out of, I didn't do that many, maybe 12, I still have, it was so successful, I didn't need to do more at the time. It resonated because the words mattered, but the quality of the campaign mattered. And the quality of the brand is really important because in my case, I work with very successful leaders. Um, sure. There has to be the cachet about that. Everything we do is first class and it has to be, it's a premium level offering. So I would say, I think I knew this early on, but I've seen where others misstep where They'll, they'll do something that is not consistent with the brand. And, you know, just as in communication needs to be, your messaging needs to be consistent and congruent, so too does every element of your brand. Because, and I learned this in my old PR days, if people hear something about you and it's not consistent, you know, we have building blocks that go into our brains and one builds on the other. But if they hear something that's not consistent, what happens is they're confused. And when people are confused, they will not act because they don't know how to act. So it's really important with the brand, as with every other element of communications, to be consistent, to be congruent, and to position yourself exactly where you need and want to be. So that's my only counsel on brand. That's a great piece of advice, I think, for anybody that's in business and particularly leaders to align with their brand and their mission and be consistent yeah. and understand the position and understand your audience. It's all, yeah. all key things. I, I really appreciate that. Well, Marianne, it has been a pleasure having you on to the uh, podcast today. And it's to been discover my pleasure, Shelby Joe. Thank you. It's uh, great to discover more about your business and I wish you luck with everything and, and a lot of, People will see this and we'll have all your contact information if they need, if they would like to get a hold of you, they'll have all that. I'd and I just appreciate that you were able to come on. So. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for connecting and let's stay in touch. Absolutely. And for all of you listeners out there, I look forward to the next time when I talk to another successful business owner that has created a business out of their expertise and trying to make an influence. I'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Expertise Podcast and hope you're inspired to think about how to further monetize the expertise and the processes that you have in your own business. See you next time.